This is Rob Bass, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob Bass Nude Photo Archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live Pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com for cool gear, novelties, fun stuff. Check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want one some coffee. really good coffee. Whoa. Roasted coffee. by gamers for gamers. Oh, Get yourself some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain amount of money off on First Person Smoother. Check them out at at playeronecoffee.com. It's God's gift to gamers. It's a trap! Welcome to Season 5, Episode 244, the penultimate episode of the GeekCast Live Podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass and Cartoon Joe. And this is a, uh, this is an experiment, this is an experiment, let's not, I don't want to sugarcoat anything. Well, yeah, we're returning to Meth Man again, and that's, you know, that's a go as it is. It's like meth vanigan loose. It's like a loose meth. Like a like a I don't know. low quality Oral Park, Indiana produced meth. Yeah, like right. a well used shoe. It's shake and bake. Yeah. <laughs> so we as I as a lot of you know, a little a little background. We record on a platform called Discord, which I think everyone knows. We actually had an episode, I think, called dicks in the discord mm-hmm. and uh the uh due to some scheduling whatnot and the end of the year and some bonus content and things we're trying to get accomplished we thought that what we would try to do is just uh like i'm driving i think rob's driving joe i think is in the shower i think mm-hmm. probably yep. uh, and we're just recording we're uh we're in three different geographical locations. Uh, Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lo- locations in the world and uh which is a globe it yep. is not flat correct so official the, correct. O- the official geek cast live stance on that yep. um i didn't know i'm thank I, you i'm glad we took a stand on that i yeah, really think it's, well, it's, it wasn't, it's, it's it's due time due time for a stance like that it wasn't the most courageous thing i've done so you're so brave 
<laughs> put myself out there like that <laughs> well you know i mean there are some big people you disagree with for example shack yeah. shack a yeah, very yeah, well, very large person uh believes the earth is flat literally which also is crazy i mean you'd think in case you didn't know what sorry well, he's that he's that tall you'd think he'd be able to see the curvature I, of the earth i was just yeah. gonna say that <laughs> But so, what's gonna do? Well, you know, let me tell you, it's lovely here in sunny Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah, that's the location on the globe I've chose to be in. Is it sunny currently in Bangladesh? Uh, where I am. <laughs> <laughs> in a natural light hut. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a nice break in the monsoon, <laughs> so I was able to get uh, cell service and uh, uh, sunlight. It's really fucking crazy. Well, you know, we, a tribal elder ate the heart of an explorer. And uh, so Shiva provided us with, with light. <laughs> well, okay. That explains the light, but it's also tomorrow there already. So that's kind of fucking with me. Yeah. <sighs> well, you always well, happy, happy St. Lucia is then. I, I don't know. This bit has gone too far. <laughs> Someone bring Graham Chapman back from the dead to interrupt it. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, this is the second to the last episode of the season, guys. Yeah, which is, is. crazy. We're, we're getting ready to go it's... on year six of this shit, which is mighty impressive. Yes. Well, season six. Well, yes. I guess, I guess it would have to wait. we would have to wait until the end of the year until it's the, the sixth year. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, who'd have thunk when we were recording in a recently redone store in West Lafayette talking to uh, uh, the show that shall not be named but has a hole in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, the, bagel. the bagel show. Yeah, the bagel show, indeed. Uh, that yeah, we yeah. would be here uh, six seasons later. Uh, doing this via I knew. satellite. I definitely I knew we were going to get this for. <laughs> <laughs> no Not faith in us, bad. Rob. Ad. It yeah. was uh, it was rough for a while. I remember actually having shouting matches with Rob because um, it'd be like a Saturday morning and the episode wouldn't be up yet, mm-hmm. and I and neither would or Rob. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it would just, just turn into a full <laughs> nuclear meltdown. <laughs> Crux yeah, of the I, issue, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But he's all grown up now, Joe. I know. He's uh enfianced. Yeah, I am. Are we and can we I mean round of applause, my man. Well, thank you. I uh <laughs> I uh, I could not be happier, and it's a very weird thing being an adult. Uh, <laughs> well, you have to pay taxes and yeah, ice cream is, for breakfast doesn't do what it used to for your bowels. And I still stand by that one. That was a lactose intolerance joke. Waste of my time. Which we don't. We know we don't have enough of them. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Oh, it was thank on you. point. It was topical. Thank you. Like an ointment in the fly. Like a cream. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Robert, we're anyway, very happy for you. Proud of you, man. Um, hell of a, hell she's of a, a party. She's a lovely broad. Really oh, yeah. enjoyed your proposal. 
Thank you, thank you. I, uh, I too enjoy that, mostly because I was preparing for her to say no and pick one of my best friends and run off and elope with them and take my cats. So I'm glad that, that didn't happen. Like in the grand yeah, I mean, I I told you, man, you you don't go into the relationship with any doubt in there. Just let her rip, and uh, you know. And if she does run, you know, if she absconds with your buddy, then uh, well, some would say he wasn't your buddy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I would have treated her right though, so don't worry about that. <laughs> don't, yeah, so don't you, don't you fucking worry about that, man. <laughs> I'm glad you're there for us, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy to let you down easy. <laughs> the uh, the real question that's on everybody's mind, or at least I know it's on mine, is when it comes time for the the uh, Rob Base full of love and advice wedding <laughs> tribute episode. Is Joe just going to shit all over it? (laughs) I'm going to go. It's going to be uh, it's going to be me in a karaoke bar doing tequila. (laughs) I would love that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fucking clown. Oh, Uh, you were so I mean, you can hear the pain in your voice at the intro to that show when you're like, man, I mean, I just. Oh, I let my buddy down. And I've let everybody down. We had a beautiful like, day, and I ruined it. Your, your Aunt Candy was on the show, and Jason Piles sang a song by Air Supply. <laughs> and and wow. I just uh, only recorded me. Yep. <laughs> ASAP came on and pantomimed for half an hour. Yeah, Uncle Tom came on, built you a honeymoon cabin. It was insane. (laughs) Yeah, I lit that motherfucker on fire. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I hate you. Happy wedding. I just just went out and did it. It was only right. Fuck. It was only right. (laughs) But hey, you couldn't have fucked up too bad. We're still married, so. There you and go. We've been, we've been happily together for about four years now. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> oh, I liked I liked that joke, Rob. I didn't know how to run with it. I try I yes, but I couldn't and. <laughs> I'm glad you were uh, did I did I mention that we uh were apologizing ahead of time if this episode's quality is just the worst? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have no or idea. Was that, yeah. Do we have listeners that just assume uh, that's a given? Is 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 the title of this episode just going to be par for the course? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Excellent. Yeah, par, par for the course. Well, I just see. There's a lot of podcasts out there who I think would say like, "Hey, we took the week off. Couldn't to figure it out. I know you guys are used to having an episode. We didn't want to." You know, like Small Town Mor- uh, Murder. Small Moida. Town Murder, just, they just skipped an episode because they recorded it. And it just sounded bad, and they weren't going to do that. And I was like, well, that's good for you guys. What in the uh, respect for your fans is that shit? We would have just posted it. But, <laughs> but I also have this running feud with Jason Piles now that um, we've never missed a Saturday engagement. Uh, Saturday morning, just like cartoons, you can tune in the GeekCast Live. And it will be there. Uh, bad or worse, we're still trying. There's like six what our listeners at uh, MPW have called the lost episodes. Mm-hmm. 
episodes that were recorded that were just we just had Jason hasn't gotten around to put out yet. So oh, so you guys you know, have secret episodes there. over there too. What was that? So you guys have secret episodes over there too. I don't know if everybody. Yeah, well, we only have we only have one secret episode, uh, which is it's, but it's not really secret. Or is it still a secret? I don't. I. I don't are, know. Are you talking about us or MPW? I'm talking about us. Oh. Oh, we probably Ladies got and a gentlemen, Mr. Roy Orbison. We have a couple <laughs> of episodes that probably should have been secret, but weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have so we have that. one episode that um, if you go to the website, uh, it's there sequentially. Um, but it was never; it doesn't exist, and we have a, we only have one episode that we've actually had to put a disclaimer in front of. Um, that episode probably never should have aired. Yeah, but lo and behold, we're true to our fans. So. Which one was that? I don't remember. Which one is that one? That was the one with um, misogynistic, uh, sexist dragon pill asshole. Oh yeah! Shit, I forgot yeah. about that guy. He was about as memorable as, uh, well, anybody. Yeah. He, uh, in the world of 7 billion the, people. He's the, yeah, he got on there and we were like, uh, we had a guest. And that was when we were a very guest heavy show, season two, three. And uh, <clears throat> our guest fell through. And so I just like scrambled. It was like, oh, geez, what do we do? We don't have a guest. So I just there's that podcasters hangout group on Facebook. We're all parts of. And I just said like, Hey, I need a guest. This guy's like, I'm a great guest. I I'm a motivational speaker. Like I skateboard like, okay, cool. Come on. And then he was like, he was like, I, you know, I rape women mentally. Like what? It's, you know, it's crazy though, that we managed to get Jordan Peterson on the show before he was famous. Yeah. (laughs) This guy had this, this guy couldn't hold Jordan Peterson's cock. I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) What a dick for. Indeed. Indeed. What a dick for. Hey, so because we're recording this as two of us are working, this is going to be the part of the show where I put you on mute, service an account, and then come back. (laughs) Perfect. Beautiful. You know, it makes me wish that I uh, that I had uh, just went ahead and, and recorded while I was writing up that last paper. You should have. I, I didn't realize that this was a, a work a work podcast today. Well, I mean, it, it's a working podcast. I don't know about a work podcast. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I said it nearly often enough, but uh, thank you so very much for coming out to my. Uh, my party that uh, turned out to be an engagement thing. Uh, it was a ridiculous time. Uh, Ashley was in an absolute state of panic whenever she found out that uh, her parents were going to be coming over to effectively a house party for a mm-hmm. while. But, uh, you know, what uh, What party isn't uh, improved by Cheryl and Brian? I've always said uh, it's a long I, you know, they were, I thought they were excellent. The oh, power of yeah. that mustache in the yeah. room was uh, oh, yeah. consummate, I believe. Yeah, gravitationally. Like, it was, it was amazing. But yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I had, 
absolute awesome time. I, I know that a handful of people that were there uh, do listen to this podcast. Uh, so I just want to give a quick shout out and thank you to all of you guys, uh, both for showing up and being able to make it happen and just making it such an incredible night that, uh, that we were able to forget the latter half of it by morning. So <laughs> easily. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh God. I, uh, I, I think I drank about half of that bottle of anisette by myself. Oh, I, I believe every bit of that. We I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who was drinking it. <laughs> uh, Big Pretty Joe and I had a couple of pools of that. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, between <laughs> that and then, like, the two or three bottles of Jameson that went down. Uh, oh, my God. Like, three or four bottles of champagne that went down, a couple of bottles of wine, uh, a couple of cases of beer. It was, I mean, it was a powerful evening. Yeah. Uh, Lady there, Science. Uh, was still talking about the drink you made her the next day, the uh, the peppermint mimosa. Oh, I yeah, for better or worse. Yep, I was shocked. You know, she doesn't like fizzy drinks usually, but she said the the peppermint in it was so delicious that she put up with the fizz and actually en- enjoyed the whole thing. Oh wow! Well, that's great because I uh, I had no idea how that was actually going to turn out. Yeah, she really liked it. Well, good. That, that brings so, me some warmth to my heart. Yeah, I was in. Uh, I felt as though I was in a rare state. Oh, you were. You were in rare form for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I got such good laughter feedback from Charlie. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, he the next morning I was like, "Was his name Charlie or Charles?" And I've been in a state of confusion ever I mean, since. Yes. He also answers that. Chuck, whenever he, uh, whenever you just shout it loudly enough at him. Yeah. Good to know. But yeah, I just, I made one good dead grandpa joke and we were off to the races. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. You guys were talking of a storm. Uh, Oh yeah. So good. Like I'm glad it was, it was an amazing time. Everybody was was, happy, talking, drinking, uh, just, just, Really, I don't know how else I would have expected my uh, my engagement to have gone, but being surrounded by my friends and family and being pisshammer Trump, it's probably about as perfect as I could have gotten. Yeah, it was awesome. I honestly, you know, uh, here's how drunk I was. I thought you were sober. <laughs> uh, only, to, uh, only to the point where I actually proposed. I tried to, like... And by that, I mean, like, I only had, like, a handful of beers and a couple of whiskey, like, J&Gs. But uh, right. I, I, I tried my damnedest to not just get, like, rolling on the floor drunk before her parents showed up and before I actually did mm-hmm. the deed because... Uh, yeah, how I late, mean, how late did it go? Because uh, there was a certain point where you were like, it's time for everyone to leave. And Maddie and I left, but no one else did. Going on until probably about like midnight thirty or so. It was on a Sunday. Oh, that's not too bad. And, yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't like too late. But uh, Ashley and I wanted to celebrate, and in order to do that, we needed and wanted everyone else. So. Uh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. So uh, yeah, no, uh, I mean it wasn't it wasn't yeah. too late, and then uh, 
the K-Man uh, was kind enough to give me the following day off because he knew that I was going to be uh, really oh. hurting the next day. Yep. Yep. So, thanks, K-Man. I, I forever appreciate you. Yeah, but, uh, it was it was a great night. And, you know, I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird fucking night for me, but I really had, I really had a good time. Well, good. Uh, just pretty... crushing anxiety the next day over like like, oh, shit. I was no. like, I, so like, I, I think I browned out more than I thought I did, but I have this <laughs> distinct memory of kind of coming to coming to myself. And I was in the middle of like preaching a sermon on Job at the top of my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> I believe <laughs> Which is a fucking that. weird way to suddenly realize what you're like, where you are. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just that. Oh. It's fine. I mean, fine. it felt natural at the time. Yeah. And my wife told me I didn't do anything wrong. So that's what more could you ask no, for? Not at all. No, you were, you were absolutely fine. But no, it was it was a really great time. I really. Uh, uh, well, I love all those people. And it's always good to see them, even though they may not feel the same about me. Oh, no, uh, they adore you. But. I appreciate that a lot. Oh, some of them I know that because we've been friends for a long time. But other of them, I I only go. I've only ever met at parties of yours, and I only ever see at parties of yours. Oh well, yeah. And so you know, but that's my mark of great time. People. What's that? I said that's generally how I mark my quality people. You are uh, the ones who who keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it was excellent. And, you know, I just, it was a really good time. The, uh, uh, how do you say it? The women were handsome. The men were lovely. Absolutely. And we were all just pretty well hammered to uh, <laughs> hell and back again. Yeah. The door-to-door condom sale market is just ridiculous. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, what were you guys talking about? Getting fucked up? Oh, yeah. We were talking about Rob's party. I drank uh, about a bottle of, uh, about a half a bottle of Anoset by myself. Oh, nice. That'll do it. Yep. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was a bottle Remember the year party. I squeezed an extra fifth of Everclear in there? I do. Uh, well, yeah. no, I don't. But I remember hearing about it. <laughs> that was a wreck. <laughs> I think that was my second cigar walk. Yes, yeah, so you were, what, 14? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And 14 and hammered. Yep. I remember there. there's like three things I remember about that night. One is window washing on the iToy for PlayStation 2. Yeah. Uh, two was Justin's uh, uh, thumb slip up, I'll call it. Yep. Uh, and three was I came back from the walk and I sat down two spaces from Grandma D. And she said, hey, why don't you scoot down one chair and open your presents? And I fell between the chairs. <laughs> you know, like a faller. Yeah, like a drunk. <laughs> so funny. Uh, but uh, OG had an absolute meltdown in the, in the living room, like the blue room. Oh, did he? I don't think oh, I, remember. I knew about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, like one of one of the boys got injured on my watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a terrible decision to squeeze an extra fifth of grain alcohol into the mix. <laughs> well, and it's not as though the old uh, recipe wasn't already potent. 
the old recipe has two fifths of grain alcohol in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, just despicable. <sighs> to life. Despicable. To life. Lachaim. to life. Indeed. <laughs> we uh. We uh saw a little, little bit uh, a little bit of Gaelic. From Gaelic to Yiddish, the worst play ever. Ooh. I'd watch that. It sounds really like, uh liberal. It is. Well it's uh it, it's actually not even the name of the um the name of the play. It's the name of the play is um um from Liam to Zion. Uh, and it's about it's, uh, Liam, they write uh, they're both uh, they're pen pals. Oh, I like that. That's nice. Yep. And it's a period piece. It's uh, set during the Civil War. <laughs> the eight, it's My the dear Brian. Yep. Please enjoy this letter I've written to you. From yep. my potato hole. <laughs> From my potato hole. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I've been hiding here hello. since the gray coats came. Oh <laughs> shit! I went. I, I oh. went like Cockney at the end. Well, here's the thing: they're not. They're not in America. Oh, okay. No, it's just set during the Civil <laughs> oh, War. It's just set during the Civil War. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have just said 1863. <laughs> yeah, it has. It actually has nothing to do with the Civil War at all. Oh, I love it. Yep, I'm in. Yep. I'm in. This it's not even the Civil War is not even like a passing fancy. It's not a thing. Tremendous. Yeah. Oh man. It's like uh potato famine on one side and the Bolshevik Revolution on the other. Yep. Yep, and it's all and they're just uh they're um they're good friends. They met at Catholic school. No, they met at Catholic school. I was going to say their their letters got sent to each other by mistake, and so they they went ahead and just rolled with they it. They just kept it up, like uh, I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, me either. This joke has gone on too far. <laughs> this sketch is too silly. It's time to move to something else. <laughs> Well, of- I've just been watching an absolute fuckload of Monty Python, and it has made my life so much better. Yeah, as it does. So, well, I laugh more, you know, it's just. Ugh. Beautiful. The sheer number of jokes about Kierkegaard, I just, I can't get over it. <sighs> You are the exact mm. audience for those jokes. I really like am. I wrote yeah. one person and you happen to be That's, that one person. Right? Two old ladies arguing about the meaning of uh, Proust. Yep. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, I'm in. You, you're their target audience. <laughs> uh, just like 40 years too late. Fucking tremendous. Ugh. Speaking of 40 years too late... Yeah. There's a uh there's a new Godzilla trailer. <laughs> there Hard is. Segue, but I like it. Yeah, I don't know. We I you know what? This is kind of a nostalgia laden show. You I'm terrible at the segue. 
I've had some good ones, but mostly not. Right. Exceptions to the rule. I'm a big fan of just a, a, like a like an unprovoked U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> this this may as well happen. Yeah. Being an adult is already so goddamn weird. <laughs> I wish. He, I hope he gets a nickel every time we reference him. I know. We could, you know, I'd say we could send him one every time we We reference him. Does he have a Patreon? Oh, that would make much more sense. I was thinking about mailing him nickels. Dave the Fish. I'm with Joe. We should mail him nickels. Dave the Fish, I know you're listening. (laughs) Four or five years from now. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, Jew Dave, I know you're listening. I would like you to go back to episode one. And I would like you to just make a tally mark every time John Mulvaney is is referenced, and then give me that total, and then I will I will send him a nickel per in a bag. I would I would love to see his reaction. Just opening up right? this box with this letter that says like. From Geekcast Live, and then just a bag of nickels <laughs> with uh, like like royalties written on it in like permanent marker <laughs> backwards yeah. R. Yep, royalties, <laughs> and then it's just uh, yep, just nickels, <laughs> and not roll and not rolls of nickels. No, just uh, loose, loose nickels. Yeah, loose, nickels. Loose. <laughs> just loose nickels. Uh, <sighs> oh. Yeah, yes. with the thing that just says like, "Hey, no. we'll do this uh, uh, every every uh, here's, every year." You'll just get a bag of loose nickels. Here's your back pay for the last five. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh God, oh, that would be you amazing. Know, it would be a part of his next stand-up act, and I would never be more honored. <laughs> right. And he and he'd say, "And they sent me a bag of nickels." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with nickels? I'll tell you what I'm going to do with nickels. I spent them because they're money. (laughs) There's a free uh, joke for you. Free joke for you. You don't even have to pay us the nickels back for that one. No, no, there's no, there's no reverse royalty. Gratis, I believe is the. (laughs) (laughs) That one is on us. (laughs) <laughs> also uh you know like a beer or dinner anytime you're in town just you know yeah. let us know i'm 100 percent serious about this i want to know how many nickels i owe him and i will send him loose nickels <laughs> i wouldn't know where to send them i wonder if he would give me his address for to send the nickels I might just tweet him and tell him that we, as a podcast, have decided that every time we referenced you for the last six years, we are going to give you a nickel, and we need to know where to send a bag inside of a box containing, like, $44.35 worth of nickels. (laughs) Oh... That's a lot of nickels. That's like. Oh, that would be truly just magic. Mm-hmm. How, how many nickels is that? It's. Uh, don't. I'm really bad at math. 
and Rob's really bad at. Let's see. One, Rob's really bad at being in service. One one dollar is twenty nickels. Yeah, I also, so forty four times twenty. I, yeah, so. is forty four times two times ten is eight hundred eighty nickels for forty four dollars. And then thirty five cents, so seven more nickels. Yeah, so. 915 no 887 nickels now just trying to figure out postage what's the weight of a nickel i don't know alexa Uh, (laughs) i was taking a shower the other day and i've got an amazon echo dot in my bathroom Mm -hmm. and i wanted to listen to some uh, Stone Temple Pilots while I washed myself mm-hmm. and it wouldn't play it. It wouldn't do anything. It would light up like it was hearing noise, but it wouldn't respond in any meaningful way. It wouldn't respond at all. And I was getting really upset. And then I realized the whole time I was calling it Alexis. Oh and no. That's not its fucking name. No wonder it's not talking to you. Yeah. It's over there like, who the fuck is Alexis? Hmm? Let me smell your dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's the second greatest song after It's Cold in the D. (laughs) And it was referenced in context. That's another nickel. What's her name? I can't remember. If If there's any... If there's anyone out there who hey. would like to be a member of the GeekCast Live nickel royalty plan. Here's a fucking cool thing, by the way. So we're talking $44.35 in nickels. Mm-hmm. A nickel weighs five grams. Okay. 887 nickels weighs 4,435 grams. No shit. No shit. 4,435 is the number I pulled out of my ass. Right. And that's how much it would weigh to send him that many nickels? Yeah. What? <laughs> and that's all, nickel. folks. This has been episode 5, 244. That's unbelievable. I, I'm with you. I don't know how it happened. That's amazing. I'm kind of dumb. I'm dumbfounded. <laughs> I am I'm without speech. Wow. Do we want to talk about Godzilla? I'm down. Absolutely. Okay. I'm I couldn't be more excited for it. <laughs> well, let's talk about Godzilla. Uh, yeah, let's fucking talk about Godzilla. Uh so uh firstly, uh the casting still looks phenomenal. Uh I'm I'm really excited to see uh, if Billy Bobby Brown is going to be reprising her role as Eleven, but in Godzilla, uh, <laughs> she's just going to be like staring down Mothra. Yeah, and Charles Dance as Tywin Lannister. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you got it. Uh, but no, I, I, I was really excited. Most importantly, with any like big kaiju monster movie uh that they they gave us some snippets of not only the ones that they had uh uh announced prior to this trailer being you know godzilla obviously mothra king Ghidorah, and then uh rodent 
the uh, giant flaming bird from the volcano or what the fuck ever. Um, but there were like two or three other monsters that they teased for like just a split second. And I'm really curious, like if the, those are going to be, uh, if those are going to play into it at all, um, or, uh, or, or, or if they're going to have some sort of big, like twist in there, like, Oh, look, we said we were going to be buddies with Godzilla, but in secret, we've been making, you know, jet Jaguar or Mecha Godzilla or something like that. So I, I don't know. I, I'm really excited for it. Was I just talking through a garbage disposal? No, I mean a little bit. Oh, Ryan went on mute. I didn't realize. I was sitting here waiting for him to respond because he's probably more prepared than me on this topic. Uh, uh, yeah, that sounds exciting. I don't know any of their names. And so I, I was really, I was trying to follow along with what you were saying, but not really knowing what any of their names were. Uh, so there are like some fan theories at this point in time uh, about which kaiju uh the the ones that had uh you know we had gotten snippets of are because uh, there's like quite a few of them from you know the, the many many years of godzilla uh movies games uh tv series productions all sorts of shit oh yeah uh, but uh there there i mean with it just being a couple of snippets people have got like only a handful of guesses and nothing's really that concrete just yet Right, other than, uh, according to Wikipedia, Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah. Oh, hell yeah. I could not be more excited for King Ghidorah. I, I, he's always been amongst my favorites in the, uh, the, the Godzilla universe. So seeing him come to the big screen and getting a movie where, like a big budget movie where we've got Godzilla fighting King Ghidorah, that's fucking cool. Giant lizard fight yes please yeah i mean i'm into it just confused uh, but uh yeah I, i'm trying to think of anything else that really came out of that it was uh it didn't really expand on uh the trailers that we had seen or the the, the trailer rather that we had seen prior to that um which i mean it seems like they're doing a fairly good job at like just letting the trailers be trailers and not just like a uh, like a blueprint for here's exactly how this story is going to go, which uh, which I like and I'm sure Nick would be at least some sort of pleased about. Uh, like if it was like, built on top of the other trailer or if it was yeah exactly exactly yeah gotcha uh, yeah it, it, it wasn't one of those like over revealing <laughs> trailers if you were um, if you haven't had a chance to go check it out yet. Uh, by, by all means, please go uh, check it out. If you like giant monster movies, this this will definitely be, you know, probably the only one in theaters in 2019, but it'll still be worth it. Yeah, I mean, and it was a legitimate, uh, uh, even though it was trailer two, I believe, it was a legitimate teaser trailer because it didn't tell you anything, which is rare. Yeah, which I, I think is phenomenal, um, especially in this day and age. Right. Uh, the, the one thing that I was kind of surprised about is the fact that they are uh, they're splitting to pit it up against um, what is it, Captain Marvel, May twenty nineteen. Yeah, or, uh, one of the Marvel movies, which I think's uh, like not that I don't encourage you know oh, competition in those senses. 
Endgame is coming out in April. Oh, maybe maybe that's yeah. It was originally May, but they when they when they released the name, they moved it back a month at the same time. Okay. okay. Yeah, I say a month. It was probably a couple of weeks. Yeah, but but so I I'm picking up what you're putting down. So that's uh, I mean I'm nervous about that because I definitely want to see this movie succeed. One, I hope it's good and it just succeeds on its own right. But uh, two, it's going to be. I think it would be very hard for them to pull the box um, uh, box office numbers that they're looking for in order mm-hmm. to try and green light another one. Because if this is like they did, they did really well with the first one, in my opinion. Uh, they uh, they it, it was a really fantastic kind of new take on Godzilla, and the the fact that they managed to do the whole thing without a whole lot of Godzilla, I really enjoyed. Um, it kind of gave it that almost like a, the, mm. uh, the Jaws feel. The slow you know, build the, the, and suspense. Sure. Start name Exactly. And I think I thought that was fantastic. So then them moving to this phase where uh, the monsters are going to be very much at the forefront of it, I'm excited for it. I would like to see them do more with with that and with you know the, uh, the monsterverse as a whole. But I can only imagine how difficult that'll be if they don't get the box office numbers that they're looking for right. because they decided to go up against ten games against everyone. And next yeah. year is like a, a pretty landmark uh, cinema year, it seems like. And I know that that's weird to say uh, now that I think back on it. We're in 2018, where uh, Black Panther was in theaters uh, from like February to now. I think it's still in theaters. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> you know? uh, and then like Avengers Infinity War and all this uh, nonsense. Um, it's hard to imagine that next year is going to be uh, even bigger movie wise. It's it's somehow more blockbustery. And I'm not yeah. sure how I feel about that. It's a little exhausting. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I think out. we're going to get a bit of a get a bit of a breather, a bit of a uh, you know a breather after all of these uh, after all of the movies this in 2019 because I mean that's gonna wrap up this you know decade long arc for the uh, the Marvel movies decade and some change now at this point um, right we won't be getting another big monster movie for probably a couple of years I imagine. Um, we're going to get the super shitty Aquaman movie, which I'm sure nobody's excited about. Um, I've heard now, granted, it could just be because uh, reviewers are like paid to do things. Uh, I've heard it's one of the best DC movies that they've made. But I also are, will not be verifying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's a low bar to to you know stumble over though but i mean i'm i'm with you i mean if they're taking steps in the right direction i guess that's the only thing that they can for at this point because for the most part just kind of i don't know i i guess box office numbers would probably disagree with me but it's just the dc universe has just fallen so short they they, they mm-hmm. tried so hard in the beginning to not be marvel and then coming around, you know, Justice League time, all of a sudden they switched on a dime and they made a Marvel movie. Like, head to toe, they just made a Marvel movie but with DC characters. And, uh... Yeah. The word that comes to mind is atonal nonsense. 
yes. Uh, oh, weird. Ryan can't hear us. Interesting. Tis. We can't hear him either, but he's on mute. Yeah, he is on mute. Oh, on the app. But yeah, anyway, so there was one line, and I can't remember it exactly from about. I think it was it's it's a weird, uh, like it's a weirdly or uniquely human arrogance that's portrayed in the trailer, uh-huh. where it's the uh, the assumption that the monsters exist either to wipe out humanity or help humanity. And, uh, yeah, and like it's bizarre, and I, I'm not sure if I'm into it or not. I'd like to hear your take. See, I, uh, uh, I, I'm pretty down with it because in the uh, in the old Godzilla films, uh, there was a lot of back and forth on whether or not, like, Godzilla himself was this this uh, you know savior or destroyer, and they depending on your iteration and over the many years they they've went back and forth a lot on the uh the different kaiju because there are some of them who are hailed more as you know protectors of the land and and protectors of the world and such and then you've got other entities that are uh more more just like forces of nature not necessarily malicious but uh people are tasty snacks and we're building on top of their planet and, and you know, sculpting it to our wants and needs, and they don't particularly care for that. So, mm, okay. inevitably, they they come and destroy everything because, fuck you, this is our world. Right. Um, and so, I, I kind of really enjoy that they're, they're going back to that, you know, will they, won't they um, mentality for the, the, the kaiju. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I'm excited because I mean I I like the idea of them being more forces of nature than just uh, uh, anthropomorphized uh, giant monstrosities. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, yeah, so I mean I, I I've got pretty high hopes for it, and I think that the way that they're handling it so far, and the way that it looks like they're handling it for the film, uh, it is going to cause it to be a pretty pretty big success. Um, I hope at least because I would, like I said, I would love to see more of these movies. I mean, I I grew up watching Godzilla movies, and I I would love to see you know, um, you know, Godzilla fights Mecha Godzilla, which is basically I guess just uh, Pacific Rim, but in a God, uh, Godzilla skin. <laughs> right. But, I mean, who, so, uh, who can, sorry, this is the thing that I'd never realized I wondered about until now. Does someone drive Mechagodzilla, or is Mechagodzilla, like, uh, a completely autonomous? Uh, I think that also depends on the iteration. Uh, I think most okay. of the time it is entirely an, uh, autonomous. Um, I think that there okay. are, man, I want to say that Monarch or some group along those lines uh, had initially designed it and, you know, with the anticipation that they were going to just use it to fight Godzilla because, you know, why wouldn't you? And 
Oh, I was mistaken. Uh, it wasn't Monarch. It uh, it seems to have been some sort of extraterrestrial villain who initially made it, because of course it would be. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, it was conceived in 1974 as a more serious villain than its previous uh, its predecessors, which were uh, Gigan and Megalon. Uh, Gigan was a giant, strange-looking hook horror, and uh, Megalon was a uh, giant horned beetle with drills for hands. Excellent. Yeah. What I love about that is in 1974, that was probably an appropriate thing. But now in Neo Neo Dadaist 2018, (laughs) nothing is more absurd to me than Mechagodzilla conceived in space and dropped on the planet to fight Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? I (laughs) fuck. Oh, no, it's perfectly logical. But I'm not sure how it's more serious than a, a giant dung beetle with drills for hands. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm not criticizing it. I just think it's fascinating how culture changes over time. Oh, yeah. Uh, fun and I, I think it's I, wonderful. I, I just learned this. Apparently, Mechagodzilla's original name, because they... Uh, they decided to settle on something that was a little bit more on the nose. It was going to be <laughs> berserk, which Ooh. I kind of really like. Yeah, get him like a red cape, big sword. Absolutely, you know. How about off, it? Let him fight the legions of hell. Yeah. But no, Absolutely. Instead, we've got a giant robot, you know, that looks and is basically Godzilla. So, what should we call it? Like a Godzilla. <laughs> right. I picture that meme with the guys in the boardroom. <laughs> Give this man a promotion. <gasps> All the old guys opening their mouths and their eyes and surprise. Oh, yeah. Hashtag surprised Pikachu. <laughs> Hashtag detective Pikachu. Also out around the same time next year. Man, that is a heavy like, front loaded year. Right. Not that I'm not really excited about it, but that just means that I'm going to spend way more time in the theaters than I was planning to. Right? I'm really glad that my theater does $5 Tuesdays. Fuck yeah. The trick is I have to remember to get there on Tuesdays. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I guess we've touched on it a little bit now, but the other big thing that had come out recently that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet was the the new Avengers. Goose the Cat movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If I'm only. excited about that damn cat. <laughs> They're also making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie directed by the guy who directed the Fast and the Furious franchise. <clears throat> Tremendous. I'm, Wait, hold on. That's not a joke? No, I'm pretty sure that's real because I keep, getting, <laughs> like, I keep seeing more and more posters cropping up for this all over the internet. So I... I and they're all in like a very like incredibly similar art style. So either we've got tons of people who are just really committed to this bit, which if that's the case, kudos to you all just, just amazing. Um, oh, beautiful. But, but I think that would be probably terrible, but I'm really excited for it. 
Absolutely. Oh God, that is. If that's if that's serious, if that's seriously like if that's unironically a thing that they've chosen to do, mm-hmm. brilliant. If it's also ironically something they've chosen to do, even better. Yeah, no, much much better in my opinion. But I'm, I'm oh my I'm god, bad. that's wonderful. Uh, hey, so yeah, you're right though. Avengers Endgame. Um, excited, bored. Yeah, you seemed a little bit more nonplussed about it. I mean, great, I am nonplussed is exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be the payoff we were wanting. But like I went into Infinity Wars a little too hyped up. Yeah. And I was I, I wasn't like let down, but I wasn't as impressed as I wanted to be. And with this one, it's just a little bit. It feels like it's going to be a little bit more of the same. And it's fine, and you have to wrap it up somehow, but it's just, it's starting to feel tiring. I, I'm just, I'm getting, I'm not too old for it. That's, that's, that's too far. But I don't know. It's just everything used to be new, and now things aren't new anymore. And it's just, I guess I'm just harder to impress because they've done such a good job for such a long time. Right. No, I, I understand that. I mean, they, they have set an incredibly high bar for themselves, you know, time and again. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think that it will be the payoff that we've all been waiting for. Uh, I, I, I find it hard to believe that they've, that, that Feige has, you know, crafted this intricate series of movies over the course of the last, you know, going on 12 years, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And it not be what we're hoping for. But I'm with you. There, there, there's definitely been some superhero fatigue that's set in because, I mean, we were getting two, three movies a year just pelted at us over and over again. And not that, you know, we don't enjoy them or, you know, that we want to, to see them. Uh, but it's, it's a lot. It, it mm-hmm. really is a lot. I mean, they've got, well, and especially of- with, with the number of other franchises that are trying to do the same thing. And uh, my desire, probably irrational to participate in all of it. Like it's just too much. It's, it's too much. And it's, it's fine. But like at a certain point too, you know, there's, there's a particular narrative structure for, for superhero films that they almost all follow. And you get like the occasional gem, like Ant-Man or guardians of the galaxy or black Panther that defies it. But by and large, it's just, it's the same story with a different skin over and over and over again for 10 years. Yeah. You know, and I'm the, the problem is, is I think I'm getting to a point where like, I've studied it too much and I need to study it more to get past my ennui. Yeah, I can, I can definitely understand that. And, and I think that Marvel has done a good job at occasionally spicing things up, but I, I'm with you. There is a very, you know, specific format that you follow for, for those type of movies. There's a big bad guy who's doing bad guy things and they've gotten better about, you know, making them their, their villains and their, their uh, antagonists more fleshed out but it's still going to be either an origin story or this hero's um just forceful progression through the plot to culminate in a big bad guy fight Mm -hmm. Uh, well and it's and it's i don't and i don't mean to um what's the word uh oh i lost my track train of thought completely diminish um shit on 
Yeah, I don't mean to do any of those things. Um, I also don't mean to say that that there's anything original under the sun, because I think we all agree on this show that that nothing is new and nothing is original. And and just by the sheer amount of data that we produce is impossible to be new or original. Um, but we can get things can be fresh. You know, and, and that's kind of all I want at this point is something a little bit fresh. And I think that's why Black Panther was so good. Right. It was something that we. Uh, hadn't seen this way in so long that it was new. Raga, you're back. And I'm back. Huzzah. We were just no talking about how there's about. nothing new under the sun. Well, there isn't really. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But and why and why that lack of newness kind of dampens my uh fervor for Avengers Endgame. Um you're talking because the trailer didn't give you anything new? Yeah, the trailer didn't excite me, and the release of the name didn't excite me. I'm a little low on the name, but let me ask you, did you really want the trailer to give you everything? No, I wanted it to give me nothing. So you're disappointed that it did exactly what you wanted it to do? No, I wish it had given me less. Oh. So you just okay. wish that well, it was a teaser trailer. Fair. Say what? So you just wish there wasn't a teaser trailer. Either no teaser trailer or tease me like the Godzilla teaser uh, trailer just teased me. That's fair. That's said, though. I felt like they handled that really well with the Endgame trailer. All you really got was Tony drifting through space um for a majority of it and then like you got a flash of black widow cap and hawkeye um which i mean i guess hawkeye you hadn't seen in the 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 last film so they could have mm-hmm. done without that i think i think my other problem is is the stakes are so low at this point like even even though they're trying to ramp the stakes up by like oh look Iron Man's in space with no food or water, and he's about to run out of air. But don't you worry, he'll drift off to death dreaming of his lady love. Like, I'm I'm confused. Here's my confusion. What do you fucking want, Joe? I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't want, and it's this. So you, like, I don't want them to give me anything. They don't give you anything. Bullshit, I wanted less. What? <laughs> no, that's I mean, not my you, real you complaint. Know there's, you know there's no stakes. They have nothing they can show us. If they would have showed you the plot of the movie, we'd all be pissed off that they showed us the plot of the fucking movie. Oh, 100%. I would honestly, I really do think I would have preferred absolutely no trailer. Just let it's, us know what date it's coming out, and I'll be at the theater, and I will just sit in the chair like I was going to do anyway. I agree with you that I would I would rather than have just like if it was just um, like Avengers music and then it said like Avengers, Avengers 4 April. Yeah. No, not even Endgame. Just Avengers 4 April. I'd have been like, sweet. Right. See, I think not the I mean, since we're going through and revising this in our own image, I would have done uh, just the Tony Stark bit and then Avengers Endgame. Nothing else. Just Tony. I, I would have been cool with that too. Completely, like just alone and dying, and 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 recording his last wishes, hoping that somehow it would get back to Earth, and then Avengers. We Day. we know that. 
now, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Rob. No, 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 but that, that's my thought. We know that Captain Marvel is going to make her appearance in this movie. She saves Tony, right? Pro- probably. Probably. That, w- that would be my guess. Because from, uh, and from what I understand, they aren't going to do the whole Captain Marvel is just going to Deus Ex Machina save everyone's life or, you know, single-handedly beat Thanos. So I still am intrigued to see how all of this plays out. Yes. Uh, I think, I think my problem is, is, is what it feels like. It feels incredibly disingenuous to me to show us Tony obviously dying in space when we know there's no fucking way that's going to happen because otherwise what the hell was the point of, of Stephen strange securing his release from Thanos? Like, it's just, it's, it, I, I, I feel like, uh, like, I don't, I don't care that it's silly that they lied about the, uh, the name of the movie. Oh, no one's guessed it. Everyone guessed it. Like, whatever. Lie to me. That's fine. But like, don't make the lie so goddamn obvious is my problem. I think it just, it, it feels insulting after 12 years of being able to guess your plots, obviously with the occasional surprise and delight. Like just like I, I'm I'm fine with that, you know. Just show me the beginning and then whatever, but don't expect me to get excited for it. You know, I'm still gonna go watch your goddamn movie. Just stop trying to hype me up for something that I'm not gonna get hyped about. You'd watch. Here's the thing, though: is you'd watch the movie, and as you're watching the movie, you're gonna say, "Well, we know he's not gonna die." So what do you want him to do? Unless, of course, don't, they were actually lying to us the whole time, and Tony's just gonna die in space. <laughs> That would be the one thing that would excite me to no end. I would be filled with so much joy, they would kick me out of the theater for singing about it immediately. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just, I, I don't, I'm tired of them trying to impress me because they don't impress me anymore. And that's, I think, the problem. As I just, like, just do nice things for me. And, and, and we'll, we'll just admit that we're at the point in our marriage where nothing's exciting anymore. You know, well, and we'll, we'll quietly go to I'm our joking. graves, continuing to watch these shitty films. <laughs> I'll see you at my birthday and Christmas. <laughs> Maybe a blowjob in March. If only. Just kidding. I'm, I'm honestly not this cynical. I just, you pushed me. You pushed me to it, damn it. Don't make me take a hard stand on my own opinions. <laughs> I, don't know, like, I, I, I understand where you're coming from uh, to a certain degree. And, and I'm with you. I think, I think at this stage of the game, they, they shouldn't necessarily be trying to just hype up or impress you or anything along those lines because we've already, we're already in it. Like, we're going to go see the movie regardless. We've, right. We've been I'm ahead. already in the convenience store robbing the guy. What more? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is it, do you want me to fire the gun? I'll, I'll kill the clerk. Just, just tell me what you want. Right. I think that's the problem is I don't know what they want from me anymore. For a long time, I felt like I, I knew what was expected of me as a fan. And now I just, I just don't know anymore. You know? 
And I know it's a silly thing. I'm aware of how goddamn silly it is. <laughs> but that's just where I am with with Marvel movies right now. It's just I I don't know why I care anymore, and I don't know how they want me to care. I'm, I'm you know, up what you're putting down. And it's fine if they just want if 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 that's it. They just want me to care at all. That's an easy baseline, and I'm happy to do it. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Rom- romance me a little. That's all. I, I, yeah, I feel put, a, put on uh, put on a nice dress or something for me, you know, and some a nice pair of slacks, some good shoes. Let's go dancing, Marvel. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What are you geeking on this? The slow death of the universe. No. Um, the heat, the heat death the, of the universe. The heat death of the universe. I am geeking on. Um, what am I geeking on this week? I don't know, but I'm back. Huzzah! God damn this Discord! What a dick. <laughs> Dicks in Discord Part Two, <laughs> par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> and there. It what is. a great show title! That's, that's <laughs> Thank you. One. <laughs> I, you know, I, I feel like in the last week I've got a, I don't know what happened, but I'm like, suddenly I feel free and joyful. And so I'm not really geeking on anything particularly, except for like, I guess my own mental health. Good. I don't know. Yeah. It's been a dark couple of months for me. And I just, now I feel like uh, the jokes are flowing and uh, things are fun again. Uh, even That's hating great, things is, is enjoyable. So uh, Yeah. Uh, just life. Life is a good drug, and we should all do it until we can't. Look, I am. Big, I'm walking big, on sunshine. Big lines of life. Yeah, big old, you oh, know, yeah, get yourself big. a razor blade and a mirror. Cut that shit up. Yeah. Find yourself sucking dick in a bathroom for some life. <laughs> yeah, goddamn right. Goddamn right. Bully, bully for life. <laughs> Oh, I did. You know what? I did discover at Rob's party, right? That I was uh, fire with the jokes that night. And I don't think it was just because I was drunk. Uh, I had a great, great little like setup joke about uh, when I was when I was younger, I really wanted to be. You, you remember this at great grandma Kuykendall's funeral? Yeah, I stood up and I said, uh, I think your dad said, Joe, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I think I want to be a stand up comedian. And, nice. so, and so your dad said, uh, well, tell us a joke. And uh, I didn't have any because I didn't expect to be put on the spot. Right. And you were eight. <laughs> and I was eight. And it's like, you know, uh, my parents aren't even divorced yet. Like, ask me again but in like, two years when my dad leaves. Yeah. I'll have some I humor can't for be you. A comedian. I haven't had any darkness. Yet. Right. <laughs> I can't be a comedian. I haven't had depression yet. <laughs> Life's too enjoyable, you fuck. No. Anyway. So that was a fun joke that I gave at the party that went off really well. Good for you. So I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, have your dad to thank and uh, the Academy. Robert, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, So I had recently picked up a copy of the new Super Smash Brothers game. And that is fantastic. Uh, I have played the ever living shit out of it at this point. Uh, I have unlocked all of the characters, and I uh, I could not be more excited about it. The the switch just continues to just 
awe and floor me about just how amazing of a system it is. Um, so, Nick, whenever you inevitably listen to this, if you were still wondering what system to get your kids for console, uh, just get a Nintendo Switch and thank mm-hmm. me for it later. Um, Solid. Yeah, it's a good choice. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rye Guy, what about you? Okay, so I think we've talked about it on the show before. Um, I have a square off chessboard, and it's the chessboard where uh, you play like online with strangers or friends or whatever who also have the board. And you could be in two different places in the universe, maybe say Bangladesh. And if I move the piece on my board, it moves the corresponding piece on your board. It's wizard chess. It really is. Tremendous. Um, I bought my dad and my uncle Tommy one for, uh, Christmas last year. Um, and then for Christmas this year, Tommy bought me one and then he got, uh, his three, uh, son-in-laws each one. So there's six people that I know in the world that have these chess boards and Tom created a, uh, a Facebook group, uh, for the six of us and put together like a six week tournament wherein you have one week to play your match against whoever you're playing that week and report the results. That's cool. Um, Two points for a win, one point for a draw, no points for a loss. And uh, Tommy and I played a three-hour chess game Monday um, uh, to a draw. It ended with both of us having a king. Wow. Um, Great game of chess, full of blunders. I haven't played like competitive chess since high school so to actually play with a goal to win and not just have a fun game of chess uh was was new ish but it was great to do that's awesome um and we may have uh we may have some some things brewing wherein uh, our listeners may be able to take part in some discounts for their own board which would only create the geek cast live chess tourney so oh, absolutely throwing yeah. that out there yes please uh nothing nothing I, official but come episode one of season six we should be able to give you an official word on how you can get your very own square off board mm-hmm. the word will be blamange <laughs> <laughs> man i love i love freed up mentally mentally stable job <laughs> thank you <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to this exceptionally experimental episode. If our hypothesis <laughs> proves correct, was, uh, it should be full of whips and bangs. Uh, truly, truly Brechtian in its humor. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Completely dissected, dissolved, melted down, repurposed into a brand new Nobel Prize. Hey, grandparents. If you like what you heard, you can go to the purple icon, the Apple iTunes, whatever it's called, and you can uh, give us a five-star review. Let us know what you think the discount code should be. That's very good. And if you want to get a hold of us, go ahead and go to our Twitter or Facebook page. Both of them are at Geekcast Live. Drop us a line. And if you would like the quality of our calls to be better... Send us some money at patreon.com slash geekcast live. Toodaloo. Avita Zane. Bye.
Ah! <laughs> I panicked. Leave, Craig. 